a beachside bartender is great and all, but with new Cape Line sparkling cocktails, you hold the power to enjoy delicious, bubbly refreshment anytime you please. Hard strawberry lemonade, margarita, and blackberry mojito flavors taste mixologist-level good, but they require literally nothing to prepare. Pop open a can and pull up a chair. Savor each sip made with six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Follow Cape Line on Facebook and Instagram and turn any day into a day at the beach. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Are you tired of unpredictable hair color results? Discover Color & Co., the home hair color personalized just for you by L'Oreal. With Color & Co., you'll get a free consultation with an expert hairstylist who will custom blend a salon-quality shade just for your hair needs. No matter your hair color goal, you can do it. Use the promo code BACHELOR at colorandco.com for $10 off your first order. And now, let's batch. Like, I'm just, I don't want to watch them. You don't like watching them in the pool? No, I don't want to watch them make out in the pool. I really don't. You have to be positive. It's, it's, I know, but it's so hard to be so positive when, like, the guy you like is on a date. Am I going to get a rose? Like, I don't even know if I can get ready for a rose. I might not even show up to a rose ceremony. It's, like, I have something in my eye. Like, it's hot. It's hard. I'm just going to break. I need a drink. I'm over the... Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. There's so much Bachelor in Paradise to discuss. A lot happened tonight. And to do so, chatting with my old pal, always reliable, great friend, Nick Bial, the host of The Bial Files and CEO of Natural Habits, Natural Essential Oils. Hi, Nick. What a plug. Thank you so much. Did I nail it? Great. Wow. Just run off the bat. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're, so, you're so welcome. How's your summer going, man? Uh, really well. How about, well, how about you? Good. I'm back. How was Ashley and Jared's wedding? Whatever you can say in a few words. And like, you can, if you want to say two sentences, great. If you want to say five, great. Whatever you can say. How was Ashley and Jared's wedding? It was really, it was really the best wedding I've ever been to. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. It was just so picturesque and it was so picturesque in a not like overdone way. It was so overdone, but like. You know, it was easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like sometimes big yeah. production weddings can be uh, just that. They can be a bit of production. It was a pretty, you know, seamless, easy to have fun wedding. You know? That's awesome. I don't know how to describe it. Wow. Yeah. How beautiful. Um, yeah. Nick, did you have any wedding hookups? No. <laughs> I went for to celebrate love. and I, Not to... Uh, not to hook up? Not to, up uh, love. not to hook up. Who would have been the option? I have no Who idea. I mean, Ashley, Ashley and Jared have plenty of civilian friends. Could have just been someone I'd never even heard of. Uh, I guess that is true. But uh, no, I uh, I went with the intentions of uh, to not and uh, successfully did not. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, let's talk about... Um, Are we talking about uh, both episodes or just night one? Just night one, although you and I have seen both, so be careful. Here's where things left off. I'll just remind you. Things left off with Dean asking Caitlin to talk and uh, Derek giving Tasha a rose. And we are not sure what comes next for Caitlin and Dean. 
Great. How much of the JPJ like setup of him losing his shit? We it was set up a little bit. Well, let's just talk about JPJ. So something happened on his date with Tajwan that actually made me think of you and your season because JPJ is like basically retching. As was, I mean, there's a lot of retching. Chris had some retching as well. And how do you recover on one of these bachelor dates when one of you throws up? Because famously, Vanessa threw up on one of your dates because you did like a space thing and she got motion sickness. What's that like? I mean, yeah. like, why do you want to keep going on with the date? I got to say, it was uh, a little bit different. Uh, one, Vanessa was in a plane and it wasn't, I think it, I feel like it, it's less gross if it's not a result of eating food, especially mm-hmm. presumably gross food. So there was that. Also, like, I don't know if JPJ, uh, if that's just how he hurls, but he seems to really exaggerate the hurl, if you will, you know? Yeah. With Vanessa, it happened. It was not a big deal. It wasn't also, it wasn't like a big mess. He just, it was more like a, it was more like a burp with Vanessa, you know? A little, maybe a little vomit came up in her mouth and she spit it out, but it wasn't like some hurling, you know? Sure. Know. Okay. And JPJ, I mean, he, this is like this is like the third. Is this is this is like the third time he's done this. This is also like here's a guy who will both willingly eat anything, but also can't hold down anything. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I mean, at some point, it's kind of like it's quirky and fun and neat, and now it's like, what are you doing, buddy? Get your shit together. He also, uh, he said some things that I just found like a little alarming. Like he said, he's been looking for his wife since he's 18 and everyone's on their own timeline. You know, like I, I respect everyone just they maybe are. you're ready for marriage at 24 and whatnot. But 18, like, does that mean like when he became a legal adult, he was like, I'm going to start looking to get married. Like, how did you interpret that? Well, I, I caught that as well, and I thought that was a bit shocking. And then I thought about it a little bit, and I thought, and I think we might see this unfold even more in the next episode, is that uh, I think you're really starting to see the age specifically of the men on the season really come out. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of been talked about how young the, the show has gotten with, you know, Colton and then Hannah being both young leads, and then, you know, subsequently you have uh, an even younger cast. And it came out a little bit on Hannah's season, but in this environment where it's just a big free-for-all, and then you have these, like, young guys uh, down there who are going up and, and, you know, I guess you could say going up against other guys who are several years older than them, and then also uh, pursuing women who are a year or two, maybe even three years older than them, like, you know, Tasha is the JPJ. I think you're really starting to see some of the immaturity come out. And I guess in defense of JPJ, the 18 is like when you're 18, uh, again, it feels old. And when you're 18, society tells you you are an adult. And if you come from a traditional like household, like I did, like, I think you start thinking about that. And so I think in his mind, it's not such an insane thing to say. I think for people like you and I to hear it, it sounds totally insane, but I think he just doesn't have the perspective of dating that, you know, other people who are older have. And I think you're starting to see, you know, JPJ, he's so, uh, he's so uh, deliberate and I don't know, earnest. I think the best way to describe JPJ is he's earnest with He takes, you know, he's playful, but also takes himself very seriously. Yes. Uh, And I think, I don't know, the the age is starting to come out and he's, uh, yeah. Does that that make sense or no? Yeah, no, it, it, it does. Like, 
I think that when you're younger, you know, and I say we're both in our 30s, like, when you're younger, I think you, and even even not even just, like, age, but, like, when you don't have a lot of, like, relationship experience, like, you think that a relationship is supposed to go yeah. a certain way and, like, follow a certain trajectory with a certain timeline. And, like, that's just not the case. Like, it's different for everyone. And, like, totally. you know, I think you're, you, I think, talk about this even more on your show and on, and on questions with Nick on Sunday on your social media. Like, it's just different for everyone. And that totally. seems to be Yeah, lost. everyone has perspective. Yeah. yeah. And I just think, you know, in the show, like, again, for the cast members and specifically the guys, you know, they're in this environment where they're constantly told that they should be there for the right reasons and they're supposed to take this process seriously. And it sounds like, it's, I feel like they are, you know, they're buying in, so to speak, and they become even that much more earnest and almost kind of lose perspective. And yeah, so I think, I think when JTJ says he's been looking for a, a wife since he was 18, I think he's like believing I, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think he's just saying that. I think he Me actually neither. believes that. Yeah, yeah, and that's, like, why you go on the show when you're so young, I think. Because, like, a lot of people, I get the impression, like, thought it would be funny. But uh, yeah. I think he was, like, serious about it. No. Well, I Again, in defense to JPJ, when I was 24, you know, I thought when if you would ask me when I was 19 what I'd be doing when I was 24 or 25, I thought I'd be married with, like, thinking about kids. You, you know, I think a lot of people who, who, you know, for me, uh, if you're from like the mid, you know, middle America, the Midwest, or maybe you don't even have to be from that, you know, you grow up in a household where, you know, your parents got married younger. That's the conversation you have. It's happening. You know, people are waiting more and more now, but even still, like in, in a lot of parts of the country, you know, you're young and you get in the mid twenties, you start thinking about marriage and kids. And so when you're 19, 20 years old, that's, three or four years away. So in that context, it totally makes sense. Right. What have you thought about Dylan? Because like along these lines, they're not really in tonight's episode very much, but like, I've just been like so confused about why Dylan was not irrevocably offended by Hannah. Like if they have a thing and then every night she's making out with Blake, like how do you still like, how do you stay in the game? Like I would just be so upset. I'm just like, nah, I'm not interested. no, it's kind of an anomaly. Like I, I both Dylan the character and just almost fans' reactions to Dylan. You know, in terms of like, here's this guy. It was like the sweetheart of America, poor Dylan. But there was almost this kind of like, hey man, like you kind of look weak here. You know, like at, at what point do you not have any limits to like what you're willing to put up with just to get some girl to to give you attention. And again, I almost like put Dylan in that category of like age showing where it's just like Hannah, you know, beautiful girl. And he's just like, he's got his target set on her and he's just, he will do anything and he will chase anything and he will put up with anything. I mean, I guess I've done that when I was younger, you, you, you become like smitten over a girl and it's all in the name of love, so to speak. Right. Like you can kind of like put up with a lot of things when you convinced yourself you're doing it for love. Right. right. And I think yes. that's Dylan. Um, I guess it's like so funny. I, I feel like I've heard so much good, so many good things about him. Like, you know, there's the other guys from Hannah's season really like him. And it seems like he's like part of like the kind of the jokes that those dudes have together on social media. But I'm just like, what am I missing? What am I not seeing about Dylan? Because this has been a poor showing. Uh, I think you're just, I think you're just seeing a guy who's like smitten over a girl who's 24 years old and 
just love struck. I really sure. think that's it, right? I mean, I'm, I will say, I said this last week, I'm really curious watching it back what Dylan's point of view is all of it. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. what does Dylan think of, of his approach to this? I mean, it's one thing to be spitting about someone, but like every time, I mean, like, again, there's editing and then there's just like all they have to work with. And every time you see Dylan and Hannah, he's like, she's holding him or he's like buried in her armpit and he's just like <laughs> suffocating the girl. And it's just like, I mean, sure, were there moments where he wasn't doing that, but they certainly had plenty of moments where he did. And it seems yeah. like every time they're together, it's just like, geez, man. And again, like in fairness, it's all jokes aside, uh, I think, you know, a lot of young men when they're in love with a girl and they've kind of have this kind of smitten puppy dog love are kind of like that. And they, again, are very earnest with their feelings and all in the name of love. It just kind of reads really soft on TV. It really does. I'm like so curious to see him at the reunion to see what he has to say about this and everything. Um, honestly, yeah, maybe, and I am curious about that too. The big, They haven't retaped that yet, have they? I don't think they have, but I don't know. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Wow. Inside info. Thank you, Nick. Um, <laughs> I, this week, I was bummed. I don't know why, but when Tajwan went home night one on Nick's, on Col- excuse me, on Colton season, I was like kind of bummed out. I was like, oh, I want to know more about her. Really? And I mean, I got to say, what a sneaky find on your part because she really delivered. I guess, but she was like so unpleasant. First of all, I felt really bad for her that she was so hot. As someone who hates being hot, I really related to her. I was just like, oh God. She walks in and she's the most visibly sweaty character since Josh Murray. I think. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. I, I thought she was, I loved her. It was good. You did? I, I was like, I don't think I need to see her on TV any further. She, but she was certainly really? very funny. But, I mean, listen, I don't you I, – I mean, even, like, I don't know what your thoughts have been on Dean this season, but I feel like the honesty or kind of the uh, I don't really give a fuck mentality is somewhat refreshing when you oh, have kind of this, like, overly earnest people, like, you know, like, again, I don't I, – I feel like a lot of people down on this on this beach are pretty full of shit. You know, like, look at Tasha, for example, who's, like, Machiavellian trying to, like, convince JPJ to go on these dates so that, that she can pursue Derek and kind of get everyone to think that Derek's pursuing her. It's like, I mean, whatever. She just doesn't want to go home. Right. You know, Christina, like doing the whole Blake thing and, you know, Oh my God. I yeah. cannot stand Christina. I don't know. I just, and what Christina did this week, we'll come back to Tajwan, but what Christina did this week, like manipulating Blake and Blake allowing it to happen really just I was horrible. It made me really, really dis- dislike yeah. her. Yeah. Like that was really messed up. And like, I, I felt that bad for Caitlin. Always been Christina. I think Christina's being, uh, getting a really accurate edit. Wow. Ouch. So, yeah. I think it's a, uh, I think we're, we're seeing a, a more authentic side. Was this what she was like on your season? No, I mean, I didn't get to know, but I'm saying post show in the sense of uh-huh. like, she was really quite sweet on, on my season. I didn't really get to know her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But I think probably more accurate to like Dean, like Paradise with Dean. Uh, right. And, you know, kind of post show rumors and, and all those things is like, I think that's what you're seeing here. It's also like she came in saying she wanted to make Blake her bitch. And now she's like, I want Blake to be my best friend. I mean, 
it's just a really poor showing. I cannot stand her. I really, I, I felt really bad for Caitlin because, like, she just got totally dicked around. Totally. I, I really, oh, I, yeah, I was absolutely team Caitlin in that. And it was like, again, a girl who, you know, didn't have much of a run on her season, came in, you know, got stuck with Blake, said, all right, he seems like a nice enough guy, you know, let's give it a shot. And then, like, you know, Christina, like, kind of who's been there multiple times, you know, fan favorite, you know, uh, a lot of airtime on my season, a lot of airtime on Paradise, comes back, is kind of this queen, and just, yeah, bullies Caitlyn and bullies Blake into getting a rose. I know. It was, that was it's like a, really a very upsetting. Off-putting. Very off-putting. <laughs> it really was. Uh, let's talk more about Tajwan and also b- okay. the big L for Colton. But first, let's talk about today's sponsors. You really haven't arrived in paradise until you have a cocktail in hand. Luckily, with new Cape Line Sparkling Cocktails, you're closer than you think. You don't even need wells to serve it to you. These amazingly flavorful new beverages come in a can, so no matter where you are, that cabana lounging state of mind is just a pop tab away. Only in a perfect world would a delicious, convenient beverage like this also be made with ingredients you can feel good about. Well, leave it to Cape Line Sparkling Cocktails to deliver an uncompromising blend of six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Get on Facebook or Instagram and follow Cape Line. And remember, it's easy to fall in love when you're in paradise. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. There's no need to spend hours wandering a giant warehouse seeking out that one Ottoman that's not even in stock. Because there's Article. Article decided to change the way that people shop for furniture. The site has a curated online catalog that will ship high-quality pieces right to your home. And the best part is that Article keeps prices low. You'll save over 30% of traditional retail prices for timeless, well-crafted pieces. With fast, flat-rate shipping starting just $49 across the U.S. and Canada and 30-day return or exchange policies, furniture shopping has never been easier. I have several Article items. I have an awesome cabinet in my living room that I use for storage of both shoes and towels and linens. I have a really cool lamp that I get uh, compliments on. And I have an awesome end table that I have next to my couch that I can store stuff in. I also can use, you know, to rest my beverages on. I absolutely love it. And it makes my home feel high end without being really expensive. So if you would like this as well, go to Article. They're offering my listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To get this amazing deal, visit article.com slash bachelor, and the discount will be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first furniture purchase of $100 or more. All right, back to Tajwan and JPJ's date. So there's some things about JPJ that I also forgot to mention. How did you feel about the montage of him preparing with all of his shaving and everything? Is that like common? Is that what goes down before these dates? Uh, there's always some grooming, some more than others. I mean, I just did my hair, you uh-huh. know, <laughs> I mean, I think it, it all depends. I, I, I think in that sense, they're always doing like, every time you go on a date, there's always like this get you ready kind of B-roll they will film for everyone. And then mm-hmm. they decide to use it. JPJ seems clearly to be a v- very unique individual and kind of down for whatever. Uh, so, I mean, I think that is. Maybe a little bit of handing it up for the cameras there. Possibly. I see. I see. Good Good to know. And then if you're not JPJ and you're not wearing a Speedo, do you bring a bathing suit with you or do you just wear it under your clothes like he was? Uh, sometimes I think, yeah, they might tell you, like, bring a swimsuit. And if ideally, if you can wear it underneath your clothes, 
like do that, but also no big deal if not. I mean, they might tell you options. Like before a date, they try to give you like, hey, bring this stuff. What are your options? And then again, if hey man, if you have a speedo, just wear that. That'd be ideal. But also, there's the concern of what happens after you swim and you have the wet speedo on. Like, do you just put your pants on and then get wet? That's not cool. I mean, I'm not down oh, for that. Interesting. Maybe he brought a change of clothes. I don't know. I think I think uh, JPJ is one of those guys who doesn't care about anything until he cares. Mm-hmm. And then watch out. <laughs> you know, Tasha, watch he's out. Like he's down. He's down for whatever until he's not. Yeah. Absolutely. And and to that point, he was down for like going on all the dates. He was like taking the Tasha situation okay. He went out with Haley as well. And then he still wants to be dating Tasha. And I did, you know, Tajwan was like definitely like a breath of fresh air. Do you think that she is someone who becomes like a staple now of paradise? Or is she like a one-off and that's it? Because we we and she had a tour de force episode and now she's gone. That's it. Probably a one-off, but I wouldn't be shocked if we say saw her next year. Listen, she did enough with very little opportunity to, like, have a memorable moment. I mean, she was different. And I think in, in yeah. these type of shows, uh, being different gets you a long way because everyone's so afraid to be different because everyone just wants to be liked. And so here's someone who came down and decided to be a little unique and it was memorable. I mean, I don't know how sustainable or how memorable long-term it is, but I can see her if she, she came down again. I mean, I quite, she made me laugh. I don't know. I mean, her and JPJ is just an unbelievable, funny couple. Like just so funny. Well, yeah, that's like, you know, Jordan made me laugh, but Jordan's one of those, like it it was almost time for Jordan to go because it kind of wears on you. Like the Jordan jokes are fun for a couple episodes and it's like, all right, now I get the shtick. I really don't think he should be allowed back. I'm fine I with just, him not being locked back. I guess yeah. what I'm saying is I got, he made me laugh a couple times, but like, yeah, I got old and she might be the same, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if it's sustainable, like the stick that she has of like kind of being a Debbie Downer and like a little aggressive, but it was pretty funny while it lasted. And if, if you go back and you watch like her first, like the first night when she leaves, she kind of was similar in her exit interview. It was really funny. Like she was like, just also very much a downer and sort of like seemed over it. And I, I enjoyed it. I remember being upset when she left so early and I was like, damn, I really wanted more of her. Um, I want to talk about Tasha for a minute because first of all, of anyone who may have taken an L this season, I think we can definitively say that after Blake Colton took the the biggest L with all the women from his season saying he was a terrible kisser. Man, you really got thrown under the bus. He really did. I, I actually, like, I'm, I feel bad for him, and I, I'm not really a fan of his, but that kind of, like, sucks. That's embarrassing. Uh, uh, yeah, I have a thought on this, but we can talk about it offline. Oh, oh no. I get it. <laughs> no, oh, I no. mean, more like, why that found its way on the show. Because let's be honest, like, it was kind of, like, a little beef that, like, had really nothing to do with this season. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with this season. That's... And well, why do you why do you think it made it on the show? Well, that we can discuss offline. But uh, okay. fair enough. I really liked that scene for a few reasons, though. And okay. I liked it. I liked it because a I've heard you say that Paradise is really fun, and I think we actually saw that in that moment, which was like it's just like a group of people who have a shared experience, and like now we're getting to know each other, hanging out, and like it's clear that 
it gave it gave me some like understanding of why Sydney and Mike keep giving each other roses, even though they're not going to date. It's like, oh, they hang out, like they're part of each other's experience. It seems fun. And tell me if that's wrong or not. But totally. like, it just it just gave me the window into it. Yeah, the campfires and like the hanging out. I mean, again, it's just a lot of hanging out with friends who, for the most part, everyone's just in a good mood and, and chilling. And it's, you're on a beach and it's exotic and it's fun. And like, that definitely is a glimpse into paradise for sure. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I also felt like it was a real glimpse into Tasha, who like is often cast as like in like a very serious conversation. And I feel like she always seemed very serious on Colton's season. And she was like the divorcee. And she just seemed a lot more fun in that like small scene than like we really ever get to see from her. And also more manipulative. Sure, I get it. What did you think about her, like, approach to trying to pursue Derek? Well, it didn't really occur to me until we started talking that it was just a ploy to stay on the show, and she didn't really... Oh, I'm not that. saying it was necessarily a ploy to stay on the show. Uh, I don't I, I, I don't know if her, her interest in, in Derek isn't sincere. Uh, I think there's... A, my guess is this, that she doesn't want to leave, but it's not hard to believe that she likes Derek. It was more just the messing with jpj like she doesn't want to date jpj right so just tell jpj that and like what she does what a lot of people on paradise are doing are hedging their bet it's just like well you you should go and i'll do this thing but like let's not make any rash decisions let's not like let's not like cut our losses yet and so here you have you know jpj who likes her she's just trying to get off the hook what she's trying to do is basically get permission and that permission is JPJ getting asked on on a date by another girl. So, like, well, if you're going to go out with a girl, then I can, like, talk to Derek, right? Yeah. Um, and she totally knows what she's doing. And this is all a plan of Tasha, which is, right. like, fine. But she could have just told JPJ, listen, I'm just not that into you. Uh, we had a good run. I think you're nice and sweet, and this is great. But, like, now that Derek's a free agent, I want to <laughs> sh- go for that, you know? Yeah. And it's definitely a maneuver on her part. For sure. Yeah. And I, I think she said something interesting, which is she was just like, Derek has his shit together. He's the only one here. And like, to your point, I mean, Blake happens to be 30, though he doesn't seem it on the show, in my opinion. Derek is 32. He's done this before. Like, he just probably is a little bit more mature. And like, that's probably a huge difference between him and JPJ. Oh, I mean, JPJ minus, besides his this unique qualities as a person. Yes. I mean, the, the pickings are slim for someone like Keisha, who maybe traditionally might be attracted to someone say her age or maybe a year or two older, yeah. uh, which is, you know, you find to be a little bit more traditional, but there's exceptions to every rule. Like Tasha, what she's what, 27, 28, something like that. So like a bunch of 24 year old guys, it might be something that's not the norm for her. And like, there yeah. might be the exceptions of guy who's like, you know, mature for his age and really kind of shines, but you know, also maybe not. So I totally get why Derek is kind of, uh, a more of an attractive option. It's just more how she handled it that I had a problem with. Go for Derek. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just let JPJ off the hook. Like, don't be so Machiavellian about it. I, th- I think that it's just interesting getting to see more of these people finally. Like, it's kind of, like, to be honest, like, I found this season kind of boring, but, like, I enjoyed this week's episode in that it seemed like there was kind of more personality coming through in very small moments than before because a lot of the uh, big dramas were sort of put aside. Yeah, I really, I, I, you know, I, to that point, I really agree with you. Like, I even, like, enjoyed Blake a little bit this episode where I yes. know, he came down the stairs and he's like, I didn't meet her in stagecoach. And it was yeah, like, was funny. hey, 
That was a pretty good joke. I think that was about Tajwan. Was that Tajwan? Yeah, okay. I think so. And then, like, you know, Demi's talking to JPJ, and then Christian comes over a little jelly, and then Demi looks at JPJ, meanwhile doing cartwheels on the beach, <laughs> as if, like, you couldn't set that up, but he was literally doing it, you know? Like, again, That's some really, really great, you know, comedic moments. Totally. Yeah, I feel like the show, like, they've tried to be a little bit more serious uh, and gotten away a little bit from the comedy that is Paradise. And uh, quite honestly, I uh, I don't know if that's a great thing. I prefer for it to be more lighthearted. I mean, it's really cool that Demi and Christian's relationship is now going to play on TV. But I have a question for you. As someone who is a Paradise vet, how do you feel about a pre-existing relationship coming in to Paradise? Oh, Having- my God, I have so many thoughts on this. Heavily covered on bio files. I, I just don't get why uh, open-minded people, let's assume, for you know, minus people who are uh, strong Bachelor fans, they're just generally open-minded to love, right? Sure. Why those people who, are, who, who think progress is a good thing, why can't we just enjoy an openly gay relationship being portrayed in a very positive light on a hit network television show, which often sometimes get criticized criticized for the lack of uh, progress. So, like, can we just be happy with it? I don't understand. It's paradise. What is the difference between Christian Demi's uh, girlfriend and the Christian guy who got in a fight with Derek? What is the difference between Christian and Tezwan, who, other than you, no one remembers? It's weird to me that someone like Tanner has a problem with it, like, as if it, like, some way invalidates how he and his wife met. Like, just because Uh, they met that way. I agree. Tanner is on my episode uh, on Wednesday, and we will oh, talk about it. Uh, good plug. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. I do not get with Tanner's point of view in this particular thing. I just, uh, Paradise, like uh, Ashley Aya Kennedy had Lauren Aya Kennedy on her, her show. There's a, it's Paradise. There are clearly exceptions. Yeah. Um, just in general, I think, listen, it's just like, I think all the criticism, it's just when people don't like change, They're, they have always been resistant to change. And even when they like the things that end, they like change, they end up liking change better. They're always resistant to it at first. And for whatever reason, I just, I, it kind of boggles the mind why uh, anyone really is nitpicking the approach of, of how they set it up. Like they told the story, right? Yeah. Anything, I think for the critics who said, well, why didn't they just bring her on, um, right away. Well, well, how would they have been able to tell that story? It would have been kind of weird. People would have had a problem with that. And also I don't think the show and Demi is lying to us. They were very honest. They talk about how she was talking to this person. This person happened to be a woman. Introduce up front. She wasn't in a committed, yeah, she wasn't in a committed relationship. So she goes down to paradise and they're like, Hey, why don't you go down to paradise and see if there's something there? We'll keep our options open. And she did. And they kind of always were just kind of like on standby. And that's what the show is. It's a, a bunch of producers kind of creating situations and then quickly adapting to the surrounding. Again, it's a little different because, again, for, like a lot of people when I showed up, I said this on my show, a lot of people when I showed up for Caitlin's season thought it was some sort of stage thing. Like it was always the plan, that they always knew I was going to come on, that they knew I was going to come on late. And that is just not true. The show was had been filming for 10 days before there was ever a conversation. And I showed up 48 hours later in New York after that conversation happened uh, when, when an opportunity presented itself to the show. So, I mean, yes, we know that there was a pre-existing relationship, but we 
don't know that it was totally staged uh, and that it was totally scripted. And I just, regardless, I just surprised that people can't just say, you know what? It would be very difficult to do this in the traditional bachelor bachelorette format to have uh, a gay relationship. So, you know what? Great job that we're doing it on Paradise. And they took advantage of an opportunity of one of their star cast people being fluid sexually. And you know what? Great. <laughs> you know, like, I don't get it. It's just a great thing. And I think everyone should just support it. I agree with you for the most part. But I just feel like once you couple up, you should have to leave. So, I love I, it. I, because I think you get boring. Like, Dylan and Hannah are contributing nothing. It's different with Demi and Christian because this is, like, new for the show. But in general, couples are boring. So, totally. I mean, listen, I, I get that. And you're right. But that's why you don't see a lot of it. That's why they don't get a lot of airtime. Aiden and Tanner got almost no airtime on their season. Yeah. Uh, you're All of a sudden, the, the there's no Dylan and Hannah storyline. It's just a couple of shots of them, like, of, of Hannah carrying Dylan in the pool. But there's no, because it is boring. But I don't think they should have to leave because there's later in the season where the love stories happen more. And as far as Demi and Christian go, like, no, we don't want them to leave. We want to see this love story unfold. We want, like, yeah. we don't want to, like, kick them off. Um, totally. But, yeah, and that's also why we're, this episode, there's almost no, there's none of, there's no relationships. I mean, the first half, almost, almost all of Paradise is the beginning part of the relationships and the drama that goes into, like, setting them up. And once they kind of get settled in, they kind of become boring and and not and get no airtime until the end. So, right. And then we get to follow them on Instagram afterwards and see if they make, you know, break up. <laughs> um, on that note of social media, last thing I want to discuss with you, your mild beef with Clay. What happened there? I don't know. I don't have any beef with Clay. I, like, I'm trying to, like, it was kind of like, I, I sent out a tweet. I'm supporting Demi and Christian. And, and I guess, I, I think from his point of view, I pointed out that for all the people criticizing, here is what, to my point of view, the only mutual, sincere relationship uh, that we've seen. And keep in mind, when Christian shows up, uh, Hannah had just decided that she was going to finally only date Dylan. Uh, we don't know uh, whether Nicole likes Clay or the other guys. Like, there was no clear mutual relationship. And so just trying to give a nod to Debbie and Christian, Clay takes, I mean, he, he takes toll of that, so I don't know, and just started tweeting at me, and I was just like, it's one of those things on the internet where you know, the, the always the appropriate response is to never respond, but this right. was such a silly thing that I was like, I'm going to have fun with this, I don't know. Totally. So, you handled it very it well. so silly. I was into it. Yeah, it was like, you know, it's like the low-hanging fruit of knocking me how many times I've done on the show, which was four, and then he exaggerates it. I'm assuming he knew it was an exaggeration, but like, if you're going to exaggerate, why seven? Why not like a hundred or a million? And why pick a number that's only three more than like your attempts of three? It just seems weird. But again, I think he's young too. And I think a lot of these, a lot, it's, you always see a lot of like new cast members get very sensitive uh, about uh, some of the criticism. When in his case, was it even coming his way? It was like, this is literally not about you. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I wish him the best. I, I hope he's uh, in love. <laughs> Me if too. He's not, if he's not in a relationship, then I haven't been a bigger problem with it. Because the assumption is, oh, he's very defensive about what I presume is his relationship with, I guess, Nicole, unless some other girl comes on, right? Yeah, like how earnest and, and then, like, it let's is. Just, let's assume they're still in a relationship, and so maybe he's like, he's taking it that I'm knocking on this relationship where he's now in love. Okay, all right, I can get on board with that. But if he, if we come to find that he is not in a relationship, 
and he's just soft, then it's like, all right, bro. <laughs> then you're out. Anyway. He doesn't seem genuine. Maybe it's just the tone of his voice. I don't know. But I whatever. Let's hope for the best. I kind of enjoyed Nicole, even though I thought she was ridiculous last week. I think she's like a good TV character. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of people criticize for the singing, but better than I can sing. So, you know. <laughs> I think there's a difference uh, between Nicole, who like is doing it for fun and having fun and does it in a moment, and someone like say, "Hey, Jed," who like leads with it every time, right? Like, I think you can get away with singing if you're a pretty decent singer, but not amazing to like do a little shtick for your for your lover. I think that's fine. That's playful, a little awkward, but cute. Sure, just give you know some people they communicate best in song. Look at Taylor Swift. I guess. <laughs> Nick, as always, great to chat with you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Good of to course. See you. Remember, yeah. check out the bio files. I look forward files. to uh, catching up in person. Yes, in a couple of weeks. I'll be back in LA. See right. you then. Tomorrow we've got a special guest. I don't even want to say who it is, but I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Thanks again. I'm Juliet, and don't forget to check out the bio files and buy natural oils from Natural Habits. 